Hi everyone and welcome to my gastric sleeve experience. I'm Trisha Farron and um, I'm so happy to have you back. I am seeing that people are really watching my podcast and it's it really warms my heart. Um, I'm on episode 13 now. I can't even believe it's been 13 weeks. There's been so much change um, and most of it, almost all of it for the good. Um, I like to start with my stats. So my high weight was 306, surgery weight 285, and today I am at an even stall of 249. Um, the stall has been annoying. It does go down a little bit. I've been as low as 248, but um, like the other day it was 251 again, and I was like, hmm. Um, I have had a couple of like three days of um, no bathroom time, so I'm sure once that happens, there'll be um, maybe a significant drop in my scale. Fingers crossed. I'm on vacation now. Um, I'm in Tennessee, and I'm in a cabin which I actually own. Um, and so I wanted to talk today about what it's like to be away from your normal setup and how that's going to impact your, your progress. Um, because it's a cabin, it comes fully equipped with a kitchen and everything that you would need, what, which you would have at home. So the first thing that I did is I went to the grocery store. And by doing that, I was able to get the products and supplies that I always have at home that are my go-tos, liquid egg whites. Um, I have my protein shakes as well as protein powder and coconut milk, just in case. Um, I also today, in fact, I'm going to be driving around the area with a realtor, so I I can't expect her to accommodate my schedule and what I need, so I'm going to bring with me um, one of the Premier Protein waters and one of the P4 snacks, uh, protein snacks, so this way I'm not ravenous and I'm still getting my protein and my fluids. Um, I'm just hoping it's okay for her if I drink in the car, but if not, I can always do it outside. Um, I don't want to put anybody else out just because I'm in this situation. So I'm trying to come up with things that I can easily put in my pockets and not have to worry that it's messy or requires heating up or mixing or anything like that. Um, in Tennessee, one of the things that uh, is a super fun thing to do is moonshine and whiskey tastings. Now, of course, that's alcohol. That's sugar. Um, it's definitely something that I have to think about. So what we decided to do is instead of hitting every tasting every day, we'll do one, one maximum a day. So I've been here since Friday, today is Monday, and I've done one altogether. It hits me a lot harder and faster than ever. I have a huge tolerance to alcohol, which is problematic in itself, but it, it, now, I mean, so you get a tasting of 12 tiny little shots by number four. I was like, feeling it. Um, on the good side, it actually put my um, thigh issue that I've been having on pause for, for like a half an hour. But boy, I was, um, if you haven't heard the podcast where I was struggling, um, I have a pinched nerve in my back and it's causing an extreme amount of pain in my thigh which is inhibiting the amount of um, physical activity I could do. I mean, when I say debilitating, I feel like all, the only relief I can have is if I cut off my leg. And I was in a state of heightened pain when we went to this whiskey tasting. 
but I really wanted to do it and I didn't want my husband to not do it. So I thought we were kind of standing back waiting for our turn. So I thought when we would get to the bar, I would be able to put both arms on the bar and relieve some of the pressure. Um, and it did a little bit, not, not a whole lot. But then we started the tastings and literally by tasting four, it was, I went from a pain of 100 down to 20. And I was like, oh my God, this is feeling great. So I am contemplating maybe a shot of something each day when I'm at my height and see how that works. But with the gabapentin and the pain relievers that I'm on, it's probably not the best idea. But when you're in that kind of pain, you just want some kind of relief. Anyway, I don't want this to be all about that. Um, this is about traveling and what you could do to prepare so that you don't fall off the wagon and, and lose your mind. Um, Tennessee is also known for gigantic portions. I mean, mounded over, big plates, deep fried, everything. You look at the menu and you're like, how am I going to do this? So what I have decided to do is anything that's really bad that I want to try, my husband's getting. So it's his plate and I'm not compelled to eat a lot of it. I order whatever I would normally order if I was home. So like we went to breakfast and I ordered an egg white omelet. I did have a side of bacon. It comes with potatoes and this thing called a corn poke or poke, it was delicious. Um, and I think that's all that my plate came up. It actually came with toast, but they didn't bring it for me and that was perfectly fine because I wasn't gonna eat it. Um, but what I did was I cut my omelet in half because they make, <laughs> it, it looks like a giant burrito, but I just cut it in half and the insides were mushrooms and spinach, um, no cheese. And so I put that aside. I gave my husband all the potatoes and I ate half of the corn. Um, it filled me up because quite frankly, I mean, we just don't have the room to be eating a platter like that. Oh, and I had, there was like a bunch of bacon. I had one piece. I gave him one piece, actually there was maybe four slices. So he took two, I took one, and then I took one home to put with the piece that I was um, of egg that I was gonna bring home. And that worked out perfectly fine. I felt satiated. I didn't feel like I was missing out. He ordered this unbelievable eggs Benedict corned beef hash thing, which was one of their specialty dishes. So he gave me a tiny piece of his corned beef hash, of his corned beef, and it was perfectly fine. I didn't feel deprived. It was delicious. I could have had more, but you know, when you pace yourself eating and you just kind of focus on what you're doing, you get full. So even the most delicious thing on your plate, you don't want to eat because you're full. And I don't want to throw up, especially in public. So I stopped. And literally the second we walked out of the restaurant, I wasn't even thinking about food anymore, even though <laughs> it smelled amazing. As we started walking around, I'm, I'm hit with smells of fudge and candies and sausage and peppers and a million things. And I kind of just enjoyed the aroma and you know said, wow, it really smells delicious here. And would go into like an apparel store or something with souvenirs or something or an art gallery, something that would completely take my focus away. Um, for dinner, I kind of did the same thing. I ended up ordering this delicious, it was apple pork chop with um, sweet, whipped sweet potatoes and I also stuck with the spinach on that one. And what I really wanted was the bacon blue burger that was sitting there and I was, oh my 
God, it just sounded delicious. So he ordered the, the burger. I ordered the pork. And again, the first thing I did, it was actually a 10-ounce pork chop. So I cut a chunk of it and gave it to him. And then I cut it in half. And I put aside what I knew would make sense to bring home. And then I thoroughly enjoyed the piece that I had left. I had the spinach and a couple of spoonfuls of the, the sweet potato. I kind of do it in that order. I eat my meat, I eat my vegetable, and then if there's room left or desire, I'll eat whatever the other side dish is. And that worked out beautifully for me. Um, I was able to enjoy my dinner and I took it home for another meal. And I got a tiny piece of his burger, which quite frankly, didn't taste that good at all. And then I don't think it was that the burger wasn't made well. I think I just didn't want it. It, it tasted not satisfying enough to have made a meal out of it. And that's what I've been doing. Um, we had dinner at home. Home is great because then I can control exactly what's happening. I also have lunch at home. Um, so that I'm only eating in a restaurant a couple times a day. I don't snack um, and I make sure that I keep my fluids up. Because of my leg, I can't exercise, but um, walking around just touring, um, I got in 8,000 steps the first day, um, which for me, has that was what I was averaging before my leg went numb. Um, so if you're planning to go away, don't freak out. Don't feel like you're gonna go on break from your regular eating you can you can do this anywhere you can modify what needs to be done it doesn't mean that you have to eat you know things that are not necessarily what you want just to stay within boundaries don't make yourself feel deprived because you're going to get depressed enjoy the food but don't have a vat of it plan ahead read the menus online so you know which restaurants are going to be a better one to go to um, I know there were definitely some that it's like I look at the menu and I'm like, I, I just don't know what I would order here. Don't go to those. Those are going to put you in a spiral where you're going to say, well, if I did it once, I'm going to continue doing it. No. Instead of don't do it, do it right. Well, that's what my thoughts are. And it's, gonna, it's been working for me and I hope it helps you. Until next time, be well.